0: Well, hello, and welcome to the sounds of dark. It is pre-dawn for this run, as you can hear in uh, full stereo sound. Well, let's get this run on showing show on the road here. So welcome to intermission. I was looking over the shows, and I've realized, of course, I haven't put out a show in quite a while, a month at this uh, recording here, but uh, Senor Antonio and I have just uh, not had schedules that have linked up. had some I've had some races that he couldn't go to. He had his I think his son's 17th birthday was on one weekend. This weekend he's doing car repair so maybe next weekend, but who knows. Won't know until next weekend, so I thought, yep well, as much as I'm not a fan of doing these monologue shows on this uh, on this show here we might just need to put out a, an intermission show you know something in between the regular shows hence the title intermission so you may wonder why I'm walking to start that is because I'm doing my prescribed 11-mile run with Mr. Galloway today. And Mr. Galloway is very hard and fast about making sure you get in a five-minute warm-up before you actually start running. And so, If it were shorter, I'd actually do some running right now, but since I'm going to run for 11 miles, I figure the warm-up's gonna be a walk. That's also good. And we'll talk about whatever we can talk about today. Although I may swap these. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's swap the light for the microphone. I got about two and a half more minutes of walking to do. So oh, you can hear some roosters in a second. Always so nice and quiet out here. I was gonna go to the rail trail, but can't go to the rail trail for another hour and a half because they won't let you in the park when it's dark. So, there you go. There's a rooster. Probably sees my little headlamp. Which I won't need once I get off this road. But, there you go. Anyway, decided I'll just do the run around my, my neighborhood. And uh, we'll see what we see. There you go. they got another good crow in them before we turn the corner. Yeah, maybe not. Alright. Well. Wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't talk about the weather, so let's do that. 60 degrees right now. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous weather right now. We're supposed to be going up to like 88 degrees today, which uh, for the last weekend in September is kind of warm. We shouldn't be that warm. It's should probably be about 72, not 88. So if we hit 88 today, we're going to set a record because the previous record for the date was 87. And they're already saying we might hit 88 again on Wednesday. So, we are officially into fall, but we are not seeing anything that looks like fall weather. You can't call it Indian summer. Ah, here we go. Run. Okay, so let's do this. Alright. Set my gym boss, so I'll actually hear it. So I'm doing two minutes run 30 seconds walk. According to Mr. Galloway, that's the ratio I need for my half marathon race goal attempt. I figure that's what I'm doing. I just train with it. And we'll see what we see. is nice not a fan of the winter so if we went straight from from fall into uh, into spring it'd be okay skip winter altogether, but it's not what we usually do enough weather talk um well just got finished listening to Just Plain Dave this week yeah he put out a show about the three things he was thinking about which I think really turned out to be more like five but not that I was counting um of course, he touched the end of the season for his beloved Red Sox. Well, my season's officially over for my cubbies as well. Although we beat the Cardinals yesterday, that's fantastic. Season, of course, ends Sunday. They have a game tonight and a game tomorrow. And then they pack it up and they all go home. <coughs> but, uh. Yep. Disappointing season for the Cubs considering how much talent they had. But. And, you know, such is life. I was uh, previously a member of a uh, a Facebook group. That was a uh, Cubs fan club thing. And I recently just got rid of it because I just could not complain, stand all the complaining. Oh my gosh, it's terrible. You know. <clears throat> like people join this group to do nothing but complain and uh, say nasty things about people who disagree with their complaint. So, even though that's one of the rules for joining the club. Yeah. So just amazing. So Just way, way too much negativity. So Like, you know what? I don't need this. There aren't any sports geniuses here on this Facebook group. Because if they were, they'd be managing a team right now. They wouldn't be, uh, you know, doing a selfie video of themselves complaining from their, uh, from their comfy chair in their living room. You know? Talking like they're God's gift... To sports announcing. I mean, jeez. So. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. So, but. We just had way too many injuries this year. You know? I mean... Yes, there were plenty of games. We should have won. Could have won. if We figured out how to hit a ball. That's always problematic in baseball. If you don't hit well. But just too many games. Where... Some player wasn't playing. Because they were injured. So... We've had all the big names. Bryant. Baez. Rizzo Contreras Um, I think Hayward was out for a while you know all the big names have all been injured at one point or another I think Lester was injured for a while so yep hard to win ballgames when you're Multi-million dollar team. Is injured. So. Yeah we'll see. We'll see what we see. Yeah. Finally put a house in there. Cool. It's been a while since I've come this way. Uh, so yeah. Not the way I would like. Uh, 2019 to end. But. But. If my Cubbies can win tonight and tomorrow, and the Brewers can do me a favor and win tonight and tomorrow. And now we give the Brewers the National League Central title. We take it from those Rass and Frass and Cardinals. Who I despise, as I should, as a Cup fan, and make the Cardinals a wild card team. I will then have to go, probably to Washington. I don't think Washington will have to come. To them, but maybe I don't know. I haven't looked at the seasons in comparison. For a one-game playoff, because that's what the wild card playoff is in baseball. One game, elimination. Who is who? Who wins? And then, of course, root like heck for Washington send the Cardinals packing. So we'll see. So, otherwise my packers are doing well. We lost uh, the Eagles but eh, we're still three and one. That's alright. I didn't think they were gonna go. Four zero at the beginning of the season. Didn't figure their one loss would be the Eagles, but and yes, I am saying Eagles, not Eagles. And uh, yeah, actually, I actually thought their one loss was going to be Minnesota, but not so. So. Oh well, is what it is. Three and one's good. Three and one's good. I can go every four games and only lose one. That'll be a good year. So that's all right. Speaking of Wisconsin, Badgers are undefeated. After they just uh, booted my friend Kevin's favorite team in the butt last weekend Michigan Wolverines Wolverines could have used a little bit of Wolverine as in the X-Men character because they were very un-X-Factor looking against the Badgers who are now 4-0, 4-0, 3-0, one of the two, they're undefeated either way, so, it's good stuff, good stuff indeed, I never went to Wisconsin, but I was born there, so... (coughs) I think I'm back. Had a sneezing fit. May have more. May have to go with. Yep. Nope, not done yet. Okay I think I'm done. Oh a bit of a sneezing fit there so I had to go away for a couple of minutes. It's been happening over the last mm, couple of uh couple of days. I get something right in my left nostril, it just, just tickles in there and all of a sudden I'm doing a sneezing fit for about five minutes. I think, the emergency has passed now. Alright. Alright. There we go. I'll be able to put this light away pretty soon. As the sun. It's starting to creep over the horizon now. So. <clears throat> that's good. One less thing I have to have in my hand. Anyway, where was I before the sneezing fit? Sports, we talked about the Cubs, talked about the Green Bay Packers, talked about the Badgers. And uh, in a few short days, now it'll be October, believe it or not, where's this year going? And we'll be talking about Hockey. Hockey season. So, time to root for the Penguins again, which is my my hockey team. So, uh, dang it! All right. It's so like I start talking that irritation, tickle, whatever you want to call it. Start to fire up again. <clears throat> uh, sorry for all the snorting and sneezing, but part of it I guess should be uh, expected because <clears throat> running always makes my nose run. I guess, pun intended. Especially if I'm running particularly hard, which I'm not today, but. makes for interesting race pictures. Actually I have one from the Boilermaker back in so let's see what? 2009 Which is my uh, my record for that one I did. 12324 <clears throat> I think for 15k so Nine. 9.3 miles for those of you who don't speak kilometer and uh yep i was hauling was hauling on that run but i have a really really great race photo from it that either my wife or my mom took as I went whipping by. And I got a big, juicy snot hanging out of my nostril. Because, of course, my nose was running. Because I was running hard. It's always been that way. I remember in high school, one of the winter activities they would have us do was cross-country skiing. Because, of course, you live in central New York. Um, it's a good activity. You can get people out of the out of the, uh, the gym. Get them outside. Have them go, you know, bebop around outside for an hour. And you probably only go two miles on the cross-country skis, but... Nonetheless, you're outside, and yeah, I'm, I wouldn't get a half mile for all of a sudden I've got just two nostrils just draining mucus like crazy. So, not a good look, but it's just, it's just the way it is alright let's see we talked about weather we talked about sports we haven't talked about poop but we have talked about bodily fluids i.e. nasal mucus that's kind of close we've kind of checked off the gross factor so probably stopped us now Probably an official show. But let's continue. Fourth. Shall we? Yes, we shall. So, anyway, so, what's on the horizon? Well, really, as far as uh, real life official races, I got one left. that's Richmond with my buddy Chris I'm not actually training for a marathon uh, this fall I'm really training for a fast half but I'm just throwing in some some extra miles just to uh, make sure that I can do you know, like a five hour, five hour full. That should be, uh, that should be as fast as Mr. Darling wants to go. I believe his goal is five and a half, so that's good. Uh, and I know Mr. Galloway's is going to take me all the way out to either 14 or 16 on these long runs for the half, so and I only train up to 20 for a marathon, yes I know Mr. Galloway, I'm sorry but I have not don't intend to do a 30 mile training run for a 26 mile race Just that's a lot of time. I might do a tri- I might do a thirty mile run, just say I did a thirty mile run. But yeah, as an organized part of a training plan, I don't see that happening. I've been doing the training runs as you should, slowly. Um, Twenty milers is already gonna chew up about four hours of a day, so. And there's just not a lot of weekend that's all there is to it and, You know, my days of really giving a crap about how fast the marathon is now um, I won't say they're 100% behind me but there's more behind me than in front of me let's put it that way you know I care less and less about it every day ...more interested in just... ...going and seeing someplace new... ...taking a 26.1 mile tour... ...and... Uh, ...getting some bling and... ...checking off the state and going home... ...which brings me to... Uh, ...what shall the state be for 2020? Well... ...as of this taping, I'm not sure... ...I mentioned, of course last official race is going to be Richmond, which is November, and can I bag this? You know what, I think I can, let's try and bag this, get the flashy off, there we go. let's bag this. I've had enough of carrying this, it's not, not going to be dark at all in about 10 minutes, so I'm done carrying one thing, good, so much better. Um So yeah, so marathons. Um, so Richmond is my last official race, last travel race anyway. And uh, that's mid-november. I still have that fast half marathon to do in December, but that's going to be virtual could be part of my or whatever the heck they're calling it now the, used to be the jg 13.1 but you know now I think it's what the the Northside Hospital half marathon powered by Jeff Galloway which is a mouthful guys that's a mouthful JG 13.1 was much easier to say but I know sponsor so fair enough although I wonder if they're going to tweak the course at all Um, because of course it's now called the Northside Hospital Half Marathon powered by Jeff Galloway or some such thing but at least for the first five years you don't run anywhere near Northside Hospital I know, because I ran by it in uh, July. So It's not far from the start, but it's about a mile away. So I kind of wondered if they were going to tweak the course so you can actually boogie by the hospital. I'm guessing not. Because, you know, tree is one thing, but shutting down the road in front of the ED on a Sunday morning, probably not what they want to do. They don't have to. So, Yep. I'm thinking not. It's just going to be a... A named sponsor that... If you don't travel around... Atlanta... Or you're not from Atlanta... You will never know... Where Northside Hospital is. Although from the name you might guess it's on the Northside. would be an obvious... uh, Kind of a thought, right? So... So we'll see, we'll see, but like I said, I'm doing that here. I've already planned on doing that at the rail trail. So I have as uh, cooperative a landscape to do a sub two hour and a half as uh, this area affords me. So. Well, there it is, we'll just do it there, see what we see. But, anyway, next year, not sure, because part of the reason I am not going to be in Atlanta for the Northside Hospital Half Marathon, powered by Jeff Galloway, it's just fun to say that now, you know, um, is because my wife and I will be in West Central Florida the weekend before it. So she's got a trip planned to go visit her buddy who lives down in Winter Park. She's heading down on the Tuesday of that week. And then I fly down on Friday to meet up with her in Tampa. And then We have a whirlwind. Kind of a uh, a weekend, so... Basically, i got to go and get the rental car, go pick her up, because she's going to be coming in on the train from uh, from, uh, Winter Park. Apparently, the Tampa train station is, like, historic and uh, something to see when you visit Tampa, so I will visit it and pick up my wife. Uh, And then... going to make a quick trip over to the University of South Florida where I got my master's degree from albeit online so I can actually step foot on the campus that conferred my master's degree on me and for which I am still paying for so you know go to the gift shop probably see if they have a nice Head sweats, visor. getting really into visors these days. Um, you know, maybe a t-shirt. and then uh, and it's off to do whatever else we're doing. So. We're gonna base camp on the water in clear water. or as they would say in New York, clear water. at our hotel I'm hoping on Saturday morning to possibly get a run in with my buddy Norman and if he's available my buddy Jay because I know two people in the Tampa St. Pete area so and it doesn't look like I'll be very far from Dunedin, where Mr. Rosenberg lives. So we'll see. We'll see more news on that later. But then after that, you know, it would have to be an early morning run. Let's <coughs> grab a shower, hop in the car, and then the wife and I are driving. Sounds like about two hours. To Sanibel Island to go hang out on a shell beach which apparently is a beach that instead of having sand has pulverized seashell uh, waters are supposed to be like immaculate, clear and uh, supposed to be like the softest surface to walk on So, personally I'm hoping not because I love beaches my wife is really tempting fate By having me visit Florida In December when it's likely going to be You know 75 degrees And sunny As opposed to uh, You know Baltimore South Central PA Which is likely going to be uh, That time of year Baltimore might still be in the low 50s. That's a possibility. But we will probably be in the 40s. Possibly lower, but... Yeah, 45 still... Not out of the question that time of year. But it'll be gray here. It will not be sunny. It's probably one of the... Cloudier times... Of the year for us here, so. So, yeah, it'll feel different. So, but. I'll let you know when that's done. So. Anyway. So, that's my year. But, the Tampa trip, which was supposed to be a lot less expensive for a number of reasons. One, because her employer made her wait a ridiculous amount of time before confirming she could have the time. Well, we missed all the really good deals in, uh, in June. So, yeah, this, uh, This trip got... Possibly three times as expensive as it initially was going to be. So, definitely twice as expensive. Possibly close to three times. Now, it's going to take us a while to bounce back from this one. Um, You know, we can afford it, but... You know, there's not going to be any trips coming up soon afterwards. Uh, That takes Atlanta out. And... We'll see what uh, what the new year brings, but it's definitely going to take January out. I can tell you that now. So, so sorry, Katie. No Houston this year. No Charleston this year. Um, who else has got January runs? Uh, and there's a number of people in the south that have a January run, but definitely no January run. And quite likely... February or March runs. I'm probably looking at... My marathon attempt... Happening in the fall... Of 2020. I don't have a lot of races... That I can drive to anymore. I've almost... Completely uh, wiped those out. I still have... Uh, A few in New England. So, Maine. It's a long drive, but... I could do it. And New Hampshire. And Massachusetts. That's it for that. And, of course... I have South Carolina, so... Don't know. Don't know what I'm going to do. I will do one. Um... I mean I'm kinda of thinking it might make more sense if I'm already gonna do one in the fall to save up for one. You know, and do like a destination. You know, so and you know, i do something like a you know like a Minneapolis. Nice big city. It's in October and I'll spend some time seeing Minneapolis and then driving up crossing the St. Croix River and seeing Osceola, Wisconsin which is just across the uh, St. Croix River from just north of Stillwater in uh, Minnesota um, Osceola being where I was born so seeing that town seeing what it looks like well, at that point, 54 years after my birth, so so that's a possibility, and yes, I said possibility. Um, you know, I could go out west. There's always something going on out west. Um, I could decide. Um, I could decide to do a summer race. Which would give me the opportunity to do, for example, Montana. Because Missoula is in July. Um, I can also... Uh, look at, like, San Francisco. Which would be in... It's like late July, but it would be a cooler race. Because it never really gets hot in San Francisco. 80 is hot in San Francisco. So. And... They start you at dark for that race. So, probably going to be like it is right now. Probably, you know, 56, 60 degrees. So for a good portion of it, it doesn't generally warm up real quickly in San Francisco. So yep. So that's a possibility. Um, you know. Could look at Tucson. Could look at, uh... Oh, what else is out there in the fall? There's just a ton to choose from in the fall. Um, could just decide, you know what? This is the year I get Swamp Rabbit and South Carolina done. And I skip racing in Charleston and just go to Charleston to, to visit. So, I don't know. There's lots of thoughts out there. I had more of a, uh, I guess more of a push to uh, try to settle on one prior to seeing the uh, the ticket price for this, uh, this Tampa trip, so I'm not as worried since I uh, probably don't need to uh, pull the trigger on anything. Well, in fact, I know I don't. Until uh, at least the end of the year. Probably not until you know midwinter because anybody who's having a fall race obviously they don't have dates for next year posted in uh, in September so you know it'll be December before they start posting those you know that probably won't open the open the race up until probably after the first of the year so I'm actually waiting on a number of other races to open, so... I've mentioned this before, but... 2020 is going to be a Roots Tour. So... I have some... Childhood personal favorites. Shall we say? Although well, I wasn't a kid when I did any of them. But... Just races I know from growing up. And I've been around a while. So, I already have a race for May, a race for June, and a race for mid-July I'm already done. So, just have to wait for the races to open and sign up. So, May is going to be, and it's early May. So, it's gonna be the Mountain Goat Run. is in Syracuse. They're all in the Syracuse area. It's in Syracuse. 10 mile run. And it's a big deal. It's probably the uh, the biggest race all year in Syracuse. There's other ones but this is the big one. Um fills up fills up every year. Uh and then in June, uh, probably mid to late June. Well, that's beautiful, look at that. So I got sun coming up over the horizon. This farmer's pond right here. Uh, Kicking myself for not bringing my phone. You're a dummy, Jim. That is a picture right there. Holy crap. Anyway, June is the Swamp Rat Run. It's a 5 and a 10K. And the 5K was the very first 5K I ever ran in my life. Back in, I want to say 1982. So. yeah that sounds about right 1982 yeah sounds about right might be 1981 not sure I either did 81 and 82 or 82 and 83 I think I did 82 and 83 I think that's what I did yeah it's 82 and 83 so. so we'll go back and do that they just had their 40th. anniversary run this year so would have liked to have done that if i paid attention to what year it was but you know these years just kind of fly by don't they so yeah i'll be there for 41 that's fine um and then in july and yes i did say july It's going to be the Boilermaker and I knew that as I was running the peach tree this summer I like, you know what been away from that race for a decade time to go back and do it one more time maybe the last time but one more time so we'll give that one a try so and then that's pretty much it for the uh, nostalgia tour. So that'll get me through late spring, early summer. So. And then uh, I'm gonna do a bunch of, uh, bunch of trail races next year. I had a couple of years where I did more trail races than road races. So, I have to get back into that. So, may start out with that in January. Nice thing with the trail races though is, none of them fill out or fill up, whatever you want to say. So they're always a race that you can sign up for on the day so I can wait to see what the weather looks like before I sign up good stuff good good stuff so if I do the first one of the year that one is called Tilly Cheeks it's about 7.2 miles through, uh, through a forest so snow rocks gnarly uh, roots and branches ice it's a fun time insane climbs yeah it's good stuff so and there's one in February called the ugly mudder I uh, don't know if there's ever anything in March. Uh, <clears throat> and then the big one after that's always the Mount Penn Mudfest. Which is a 15k again. So 9 miles um, around surprisingly Mount Penn in Redding. <clears throat> and yeah, it's usually muddy. Um, you can have any weather you want here in in April. Could be 85. Could be 28. And snowing. We're going to get everything that year. Or that, uh, that month. So, there you go. So, so yeah, I guess you could say next year is going to be in flux for a while. What else before we wrap this up? I have 7.39 miles to go on my 11 miles today. So I'm not going to talk to you for the whole 11 miles. Um, uh, Side comment. My initial thought for this episode was just going to be that I was going to uh, I was going to do half a conversation, since you know I'm unable to run with Anthony today. Dwayne's doing a triathlon or something. Um, um, I didn't try Norm, not Norm, but. Um, uh, yeah, there's some other people I cut up about, but... Anyway. Um... Nate. I didn't try Nate. That's what I was thinking of. Um, so. Bad on me. I should have called Nate. But... I, yeah. Uh, I thought of just doing half a conversation. You know? You know, just me talking like I'm talking to somebody else. And then just silence. You know? Hey, Anthony, how's it going? You don't say. Wow. You know, that reminds me of a time when silence. You know? One of those thoughts that's it's funnier in your head than it is when you uh when you really think it out so speaking of funnier in my head we're going to come back after a short intermission The benefits of being alone in the country near a very tall cornfield when nature calls. All right, so back at it. Alright, let's turn our little thing back on. Yay. Alright. So oh, what else to talk about? What else to talk about? Well, let's just talk a little bit about this Jeff Galloway training stuff. So of course it's you know it's it's on my watch you know, you pick, uh, you pick your, uh, your event you pick how fast you want to do your event and then they automatically come up with a training plan for you, but they don't come up with a training plan for you for, you know, for 14 um, weeks that's how long mine is they come up with a training plan for you only a few days in advance the most you get is three one week out because it only requires three training runs a week. So based on how you're doing is going to be what the uh, program I'm assuming then challenges you to do in the future. So I'm already up to my 11 mile easy run. As you know, I'm doing it a two minute walk, or excuse me, two minute run, 30 second walk. Because according to his little chart, if I want to run a 154 half, well, that's the pace ratio, I need to be looking at. So, uh, Since that's what I'm doing, I'm going to stick with it. There's five, mile five right there. So good, we're doing this nice and slow. Um, other thing, of course, it does is, if you're like me, you're wearing it all the time. Um, you know, it's constantly looking at your heart rate, uh, your heart rate variability, um, how fast you're doing these runs, um, you know. Every two weeks there's a there's a magic mile, and they make more uh, more guesses uh, for what you should do forward, based on the magic mile. Um, I'm kind of committed now. I think to be doing the magic miles here at my uh, my home course, shall we say, just not flat. Probably not what Mr. Galloway had in mind. Probably had in mind you running at your local track, but he likes me to do those on Thursdays for some reason. I assumed he would have the Magic Mile on the weekend. But no. I would be wrong. He likes that to show up on a Thursday. So... Hard to get to the track after work in the fall on a Thursday, because the high school is kind of using it, you know, they aren't running the football guys around there, they're running the soccer guys around it, or they're running somebody else around it, so, so, I'm kind of stuck using my slightly uphill mile I have here, for all my magic miles, but, I don't consider that to be a negative. It's not, I'm sure, what Mr. Galloway had in mind, but I don't consider it to be a negative because, I mean, how often do you get to do a road race that's as flat as your high school track, right? So, I mean, the number you get off that is uh, somewhat fictitious, isn't it? I mean, unless you're going to do your race there, I mean, you have perfect conditions under your feet, no elevation. Um, you're going to do your fastest mile there, which is not what you're going to see on, you know, the roads, whether they be, you know, only slight grades, undulating hills like we have here, or if you live in the mountains and you're really doing some serious climbing. So. kind of think where I'm running here is actually a little bit more realistic for what I can actually do for a fast mile, so I'm actually kind of happy with it, but it also means I want to compare apples to apples, uh, and I like apples, Um, apples are in season. There's a segue right there. I kind of have to do all of them here so I can see what kind of progress I'm actually making it has to be the same course same elevation changes same everything so I can look and go okay my first one I did this the second one I did this the next one I'm doing which is actually this coming Thursday I did this so I can actually see what I'm doing so that's where we're at But yeah, he has me doing... Has me doing a lot of speed work, though. Or... Pseudo... Speed work. Um, I mean, I'm doing... I'm doing cadence... Cadence drills and acceleration gliders... Every bloody week. There are no let-ups to those things. Alright? Every week. And then... uh, and then after those, he's got me doing race pace half miles. So I'm up to six now. Started with four. Up to six now. So again, not traditional speed work, but kind of pseudo-speed work. That's every week. And then uh best I can tell. He alternates Thursdays between a hill workout, which is what I just did this week, and then a, um, a magic mile, which is what I will do next week, and I'm up to six hills now, and he's going to have me go to, I think, the 10, I think, when we're done, so, it's all good, um. I don't know if I'll use this again. Um, I do wish they would bump this up and come out with a marathon program because I would be interested in that. But No. Mr. Galloway won't take you past a half. But I think they have uh, kind of Pigeonholed Mr. Galloway as their introductory coach. So they have three of them. One of them, their last name is McMillan. That I remember. I uh, don't remember the third one's name. But so you know Galloway's only going to require a three-day commitment, which is really all I can do consistently so this works out for me but I have another coach who I think she's more intermediate level and all her plans require four or five days of running every week And then they've got a dude. And I think it's the dude. Whose last name is McMillan. And. He's obviously the more. I don't know. Elite. Of the coaches I guess. Because. He's got the advanced. Folks. He's more intermediate advanced. And. All of his plans. Five to six days a week. So. Yeah if I'm retired Yeah I can I can commit to five to six But with my drive for work And all the other stuff that happens around here Five to six is hard to commit to So I don't know that I'd be able to keep that up for too long Maybe a month So So we'll see what we see But I am definitely improving I can tell that um, so I'm seeing an improvement from you know, three days a week and I'm throwing in a fourth day on Sunday Because that's what I used to do anyway it's always, you know Tuesday, Thursday and the weekend so I'm throwing in another slow, long run on the weekends just to add more miles under my belt <coughs> We'll see what that is, but of course it's it's measuring all kinds of other stuff, like I said. So one of the things though I don't think it is measuring is the actual difficulty of the run you're doing. It would be nice if there was a metric in there saying, okay, you're running and obviously from the elevation change, it's flat. So No bonus points for difficulty of the race. Unless, maybe, it was done in elevation. And then maybe, you know, okay, we'll, uh, we'll grade you on a curve since you're running at 6,000 feet. And you normally don't run at 6,000 feet. See where I'm going? <coughs> or, okay, you just did a I'm just at a race with 500 feet of elevation change so a little harder and then flat so we'll give you a slight curve or a thousand feet give you more of a curve or two thousand feet of elevation change give you more of a curve I don't think it does that because and I mentioned this on my other show Um, when I finished doing the Nun Run uh, last weekend, actually. Last weekend? Yeah, last weekend. Um, Wow. Well, that's a hilly course. Um, It's a 5K, and there are five hills in that 5K. And if you look at them, they're almost evenly spaced. I mean, it's almost like one hill per K. So it's just non-stop... up, down, up, down, up, down. So it takes a little bit out of you. And I was trying to run that hard. So... obviously if you get to... about mile two... out of three... you're a little tuckered. And so... you have to fight a lot harder... on those last two hills. Right? So... I was slowing down, but not an easy 5K. Well, when I finished, it told me that the race was unproductive. Yeah. So based on all this metrics and data we've got, that race was unproductive, so the training load was good. But you seem to be losing fitness. Well, not losing fitness, you dummy. The run was harder. I don't, think it, I don't think it has any way to kind of grade for that. Um, I've seen some races where they do age grading. So, so obviously the older you are, the more of a, uh, of a handicap they give you. And I think they bring your they bring your uh, your pace down to what it when it could be at 25. I think 25 is where they start doing the the changes. So you know obviously the older you are the more of a curve you're getting. So and I'm surprised that Garmin doesn't do something like that, like say, okay, your normal elevation change where you run is this. Um, If we see a spike in elevation that's 10% more than what you usually do, we're going to give you a little bit of a mulligan and go, huh, that race looked a little harder than you normally do. So we're not so freaked out that you slowed up a bit. You know what I'm saying? So, but it looks at that, it looks at your sleeping. Um, it makes inferences uh, on your diet. Can't really know your diet. But, you know, if you're unproductive, it will make an inference that, you know, maybe your diet isn't what it should be. And that's why you're slowing down. No, it's because I'm running up a freaking hill, you moron. That's why. Do some math. But anyway, so I guess the point is none of these systems are perfect. So you have to take them for what they're worth. So so yeah, so for most of this week, it has had me at a really high training load, which I guess is right. But I've been the exception of one day hanging out in unproductive land for the better part of a week. Yep, every day, unproductive. Unproductive. Um, that was a good run. No, nope, unproductive. So, there you go. <laughs> so, I did nothing yesterday, because it's Friday, and I don't work out on Fridays. That's my rest day every week. And I figured, all right, it was freaking out because my training load was way, way up. And I was like, your training load is just a little bit too high. You need to back it off. So I don't run or work out for a day. This morning, unproductive, your training load is really low you need to kind of step it up or you'll detrain like what so yep I'm less of a fan of this metric as the uh, the days and weeks go on so so there it is alright so we'll see what I am a huge fan of is tailwind I'm loving this stuff I've been using it now for a month it is my go to hydration nutrition during all my runs I have noticed I don't feel like I'm uh, slowing up or feeling the heat, or feeling the, uh, the workout as much as I did you know, on every other possible combination of goos or gels or different drinks, flattened Coke, this is without a doubt noticeably better than anything I've ever used. And you're correct no gut bomb. I've never had any intestinal concerns while using it, so that's huge that's huge so good stuff and there's another missed picture Jim, man I should have brought my phone I'd have an entire portfolio of beautiful shots this morning anyway um, I will tell you though, I don't know that I can say as much for the recovery drink. Tastes great, tastes like yuho, chocolate yuho. Um, I don't notice the benefit of the recovery drink though. Not to say it's not there. Again, you know, I'm not sure what I would expect the benefit to feel like after I stop working out. Um, I don't know. Maybe should I be feeling a lot more recovered later that day? Should I feel good to go the next morning? I'm not really sure what the benefit benefit's supposed to feel like. Or if it's supposed to feel like anything. I don't know. I just know that uh, for the price tag... I almost feel like I could just save the money and buy uh, a half gallon of chocolate milk and do the same thing, you know, half gallon of chocolate milk and a vitamin and I think I've kind of done the same thing, so, yeah, I'm not as sold on the recovery drink, so, well, I will definitely continue to buy the uh, endurance formula for running. Um, This may be the only bag of recovery drink that I buy so, We'll see. it's gonna I only use it after long runs, or particularly hard runs so like races. So I don't use it every day after I run. maybe that's what I need to do. Um, you know Maybe I need to go and uh, swallow that after every run. So maybe that's uh, my bad, but we'll see. We'll see. I'll have some today, though. So oh, what else? Well, I guess that's it. That's enough. It's enough. Long enough for a show. these last five and a half out and just be quiet. Ah, Who am I kidding, right? I'm not going to be quiet. I'm going to record for my buddy's podcast. Send him a submission. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So, there you go. All right, well, I'm going to wrap it up here. So thanks for the download. Hopefully, in a week... Senor Antonio and I will be running and recording together. And until then, that brings this intermission to a close. Take care. Stay healthy. Enjoy your runs. And the Senor Antonio always says, Toodles. Let's all go to the lobby To get ourselves a treat Run Talk Run are available at runtalkrun.blogspot.com. This show is available at iTunes and Google Play. Please be sure to visit both those sites and rate us highly. That helps other people find this show. Thanks for listening. See you next time.